Here's Tuesday's edition of Transformation Radio. Should no dignity he wore, and the king was placed for all the world to show disgrace. But only beauty flowed from this place. Would you take the place of this man? Would you take the nails from his head?
take the place of this man Would you take my nails from his hands Thank you guys so much And now as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our scripture comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verse 34, through chapter 23, verse 12. Here's a brief overview of what we're going to be reading about today in scripture. We might think the Pharisees would have been glad to see the Sadducees silenced. The question that the Sadducees had always used to trap them was finally answered by Jesus. But the Pharisees were too proud to be impressed. Jesus' answer gave them a theological victory over the Sadducees, but they were more interested in defeating Jesus than in learning the truth. Now, the Pharisees, who had classified over 600 laws, often tried to distinguish the more important from the less important. So one of them, an expert in religious law, asked Jesus to identify the most important law. Well, Jesus quoted from Deuteronomy chapter 6 and Leviticus chapter 19, By fulfilling these two commands, a person keeps all the others. They summarize the Ten Commandments and the other Old Testament moral laws. And of course, that is, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbors yourself. Jesus said that if we truly love God and our neighbor, we'll naturally keep the commandments. Now, the Pharisees, they wore prayer boxes. They were leather boxes containing scripture verses. Uh, They still do it today. Very religious people wore these boxes on their foreheads and arms in order to obey Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 8, and Exodus chapter 13, but the prayer boxes have been made extra wide and have become more important for uh, the status they gave than for the truth they contained. Jesus challenged society's norms. To him, greatness comes from serving, giving of yourself to help God and others. Service keeps us aware of others' needs. And it stops us from focusing only on ourselves. All right, with that, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. February 3rd, the New Testament, Matthew chapter 22, verse 34, through chapter 23, verse 12. But when the Pharisees heard that he, Jesus, had silenced the Sadducees with his reply, they met together to question him again. One of them, an expert in religious law, tried to trap him with this question. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Then, surrounded by the Pharisees, Jesus asked them a question. What do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? They replied, He is the son of David. Jesus responded, Then why does David, speaking under the inspiration of the Spirit, call the Messiah, My Lord? For David said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand, until I humble your enemies beneath your feet. Since David called the Messiah my Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? No one could answer him, 
and after that no one dared to ask him any more questions. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The teachers of religious law and the Pharisees are the official interpreters of the law of Moses, so practice and obey whatever they tell you, but don't follow their example, for they don't practice what they teach. They crush people with unbearable religious demands and never lift a finger to ease the burden. Everything they do is for show. On their arms, they wear extra-wide prayer boxes with scripture verses inside, and they wear robes with extra-long tassels, and they love to sit at the head table at banquets and in the seats of honor in the synagogues. They love to receive respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplaces and to be called rabbi. Don't let anyone call you rabbi, for you have only one teacher, and all of you are equal as brothers and sisters. And don't address anyone here on earth as Father, for only God in heaven is your spiritual Father. And don't let anyone call you Teacher, for you have only one Teacher, the Messiah. The greatest among you must be a servant. But those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Psalm 27, verses 7 through 14. Now, we often run to God when we experience difficulties, but David sought God's guiding presence every day. When troubles came his way, he was already in God's presence and prepared to handle any test. Believers can call to God for help at any time, but how short-sighted to call on God only when troubles come. Now, many of our problems could be avoided or handled far more easily by seeking God's help and direction beforehand. Now, many have had the sad experience of being abandoned by father or mother. Broken homes, uh, differences of belief, addictions like drugs and alcohol, even psychological isolation can leave children crippled emotionally by uh, this kind of loss. Even as adults, the pain may linger and the dysfunction may linger. Well, God can take that place in our life. He can fill that void. And He can heal that deep-down wound. He can direct us to those who may take the role of father or mother for us. His love is sufficient for all our needs. Psalm 27, verses 7 through 14. Hear me as I pray, O Lord. Be merciful and answer me. My heart has heard you say, Come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. Do not turn your back on me. Do not reject your servant in anger. You have always been my helper. Don't leave me now. Don't abandon me, O God of my salvation. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path. For my enemies are waiting for me. Do not let me fall into their hands. For they accuse me of things I've never done. With every breath they threaten me with violence. Yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 27 through 35. Can a man scoop a flame into his lap and not have his clothes catch on fire? Can he walk on hot coals and not blister his feet? 
So it is with the man who sleeps with another man's wife. He who embraces her will not go unpunished. Excuses might be found for a thief who steals because he is starving. But if he is caught, he must pay back seven times what he stole, even if he has to sell everything in his house. But the man who commits adultery is an utter fool, for he destroys himself. He will be wounded and disgraced. His shame will never be erased. For the woman's jealous husband will be furious, and he will show no mercy when he takes revenge. He will accept no compensation, nor be satisfied with a payoff of any size.
Here's today's In Touch devotion. Today's scripture reading begins in verse 5 of 2 Corinthians chapter 12. On behalf of such a man I will boast, but on my own behalf I will not boast, except in regard to my weaknesses. For if I do wish to boast, I will not be foolish, for I will be speaking the truth. But I refrain from this, so that no one will credit me with more than he sees in me or hears from me. Because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, for this reason, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from exalting myself. Concerning this, I implored the Lord three times that it might leave me, and he has said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am well content with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. The Apostle Paul understood what it meant to be pushed to the limit. According to his letters, he knew a lot about hardships and suffering, but he was most knowledgeable about the ultimate importance of all those painful experiences, namely, glorifying Jesus through his weakness. We don't like to feel that we're helpless or lacking control of our own lives, but we can learn from Paul and from our personal life experiences that the prelude to great strength is great weakness. Take note of this important lesson about the Christian life. Our weakest moments, when we feel the most desperate, are the very times when God will empower and strengthen us. It's in those difficulties during which we whisper, Heavenly Father, I cannot go on, that He equips and enables us to endure adversity. Human nature cries out for strength, courage, and adequacy to meet life's challenges. Consequently, many people avoid fiery trials and valley experiences at all costs, so they won't have to face weakness. They tell themselves, I'm able to handle life on my own terms. My strength is sufficient. But we can't really understand the supernatural empowerment to go beyond our own limits unless we experience it for ourselves. We gain an appreciation of and conviction about the Lord's adequacy when we endure weakness and then witness the strength that springs from it. No matter what's going on in our lives, there is power available to followers of Christ.
Today's word is champion on Minute with Maxwell. Hi, my name is John Maxwell. Eric Wood, who is a talent development specialist from Bowie, Maryland, submitted that word. That's an interesting work, Eric. You're a talent development specialist. I like that. I think that means that you take people and with their talent and their gifts and you specialize on developing them. I hope that's what that means, Eric, and what a nice work. That's what I do. That's what I do. I think I'm a talent development specialist. Uh, that's what I try to do for the John Maxwell team, my uh, organization that helps people to learn how to coach and, and, and train and speak. I, we try to take them where they are and make them better and develop their talent. Good, good work. Good work, friend. You need to join me on my team, by the way, Eric. Champion. Ah, oh, it's a great word. We love that word, don't we? Everybody migrates to champion. You know, I, I want to break out in song right now. We are the champion. I, I just want to, don't you want to just sing with me this morning and forget the explanation of the word? Why do we love the song? Because we all want to win. I've never known a person who walked in my life and said, John, I get all of my energy, I get all of my fulfillment from losing. Winning is a wonderful thing. Being a champion is a wonderful thing. But I would say this. The happiest people are not lone champions or lone winners. They're the ones that do it with others until together they can sing, we, we, not I, we are the champions.
Matt Fry. I'm 21 from Cincinnati, Ohio. I grew up in a great family, but I rebelled at a pretty young age. I stayed on that path for a really long time, for half my life. It slowly progressed further and further as I fell into temptation and sin. My life got a lot worse. My ways were pretty weary. My reputation with everyone got really bad. My life just pretty much became unsatisfying. I didn't want to live anymore. Life was pointless. At that time, it pretty much all just crashed around me. Lost my family, my career, my car, everything. So I turned to what I kept in the back burner my whole life, God. Once I started to follow him, drugs became a lot less appealing. My sin kept on finding me out until I fully surrendered my life to God. I came to uh, refuge to get my life back together, to be with some brothers and really grow with Christ. It's a great place, and I'm very appreciative. Explode and bring the 
Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to tune in tomorrow for the next edition of Transformation Radio.